Welcome back, fine townsfolk, to another episode of Random Encounters. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And here we are to discuss a random monster from a random monster manual. This week in front of me, I have yet again the Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Bestiary Number 2. It is still still novel and delightful, so I'm, I'm pulling from this one again. And we are open to page 131. Under the Gollum heading, or or Golem, it's a Golem. Gollum is Go- from Lord of the Rings. We are under the Golem heading. No, it is. It is just. It's just Gollum. We are under the Golem heading, and this particular one is the Glass Golem. Interesting. Okay. So in in all of the 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 monster manuals that I have, there are all sorts of different options for golems and. They're all really cool, and it's nice to see another unique one because it's just, why not? Why not make an entire dungeon or castle filled with different types of golems? Because why not? Exactly. And and because there are so many, they range in levels enough that you can kind of, maybe your big bad is just just creating golems left and right as they as your players progress as well. You know, so you see you see them develop. Yeah, I like that idea a lot, especially because it is a very almost Frankenstein's monster kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dr. Frankenstein can be that big bad. Oh, yeah. This guy is definitely a, a mad scientist creating these things. So the, the glass golem, crafted of hardened glass and held together by magically treated lead, glass golems. Oh, so that's like a stained glass then, because that's, yeah. that's I believe that's lead holding those together or used to be anyway. Glass golems are both deadly guardians and works of exquisite art. Glass golems most often protect grand cathedrals or opulent palaces, testaments to the wealth and power of those they serve or once served. Once spurred into action by the commands of their creators, glass golems are quicker and more agile than most other golems. Golems. No, golems. My buddy Hank, I don't know if he, he listens to the podcast, but he that's like one of his peeves is the differentiation between golem and golem. And I'm trying because if he's listening, I know he's listening with, with that ear. Golems. <laughs> Their sharp blade-like limbs can easily sever veins and arteries, creating wounds that bleed profusely. Of all the various types of golems, the glass golem is the one most akin to a work of art. Just as powerful aristocrats might use an ice golem for temperature regulation or a wood golem as an ego-boosting statue, a glass golem's colorful glass construction can elevate the beauty of any chamber by its mere presence. Now that's funny because the the image in the book, it's just like white and silver. It's not a pretty... It's not stained like, glass. It's not stained glass. That's weird. Yeah. That's, that's a, an interesting art choice there. A little sidebar here, glass golem components. The destruction of a glass golem often leaves nothing behind but a pile of tiny shards of crystal and lead. However, if larger pieces survive, the crystal can be sold to glass merchants or skilled crafters who can turn them into glittering works of art. So it's not like life remains in those pieces. They're just sure. They're just big, beautiful pieces of glass. You just coming after it with a broom at the end. Yeah, right. Salvage. 
Right, get your little dust buster and get all the 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 dust out of there and the shards and and try and salvage something, make it worth it. Yep. So the glass golem is a level eight. It is it's its attributes or its its assigned assigned adjectives, I guess, based on uh, on on Pathfinder two e. It is uncommon. It is neutral. It is large. A construct golem and mindless. Okay. Has a all percep- checks out. All, all works for golem. Yep. Perception of plus fourteen with dark vision has an acrobatics skill of plus sixteen, athletics of plus nineteen, and a stealth of plus fourteen. Its strength is plus five, dex is plus four, con is plus five, int minus one, wisdom zero, charisma minus five. AC of twenty six, fort seventeen, reflex sixteen, will fourteen. HP of 135, a lot of immunities here. It is immune to bleed, obviously, death effects, disease. And here, here are some things that that I, I'm digging from, from Tui that I haven't heard before. Doomed, the doomed effect, whatever that okay. is. Drained, fatigued, healing, Magic, see Golem anti-magic below. Mental, necromancy, non-lethal attacks, paralyzed, poisoned, sickened, unconscious. And I suppose you can't you can't deal subdual damage to something made of glass. You're gonna hit it and, it, and it's gonna break. Yeah. Resistances, physical ten, except adamantine or bludgeoning. So, so normally, normally when we see physical ten except blank. The except blank is usually something magical or or difficult to attain, which kind of is with the adamantine, but the second portion is bludgeoning. Just punch it. If you can if, wrap your hand in a blanket and punch it. Yep. That's it. Like you're One of those fireman's tools. Like oh yeah, exactly. The 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 thing that you, you, you punch through a car window, it's like just a bead and it breaks yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they your players find that and they have no idea what it is until until the right moment. They stop at the nearest as seen on TV store. Yeah. Yep. As as what would what would the fantasy equivalent be? As as heard in the town square store. I don't know. <laughs> Golem anti magic harmed by Sonic six d six. 2d6 from areas or persistent damage, healed by fire, area 2d6 HP, slowed by cold. So so they're immune to magic unless it's sonic, in which case they take serious damage. They're healed by fire magic and they're slowed by cold magic. I think that's what we're getting here. Yep. They are, of course, vulnerable to shatter. A glass golem is affected by the shatter spell as though the golem were an unattended object, which means they probably don't even make a save, I'm guessing. That's what that sounds like to me, at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, but, but they have spell reflection. The trigger is the, the glass golem is targeted by a spell, the effect is the glass golem positions its magical reflective surfaces to turn the spell back on the caster. It tries to counteract the spell by attempting an acrobatics check for its counteract check. If it successfully counteracts, if it typo, 
Come on. Paizo. Get it. Together. If it successfully counteract the spell. It needs to be an S there. Yeah. The effect is turned back on the caster. That's cool. Kind of okay. makes sense. Yeah. A, a fun touch for the reflection of glass kind of thing. Speed of 25 feet. Its melee is a bladed limb, which is a plus 20. It's agile, magical, and versatile P. Damage is 2d6 plus 8, slashing plus 1d6 bleeding. Very good. Nice touch. Mm-hmm. Dazzling Brilliance is our last last piece here. It is an evocation. It is light and visual. The glass golem creates waves of scintillating luminosity that cast bright light in a 60-foot emanation and dim light for the next 60 feet. The light lasts until the start of the glass golem's next turn, after which the glass golem can't use dazzling brilliance for 1d4 rounds. A creature within the bright light or that enters the bright light must attempt a DC 23 will save. The on success of the save, the creature is unaffected. On failure of the save, the creature is dazzled for one round. And on a critical failure, the creature is blinded for one round and then dazzled for an additional four rounds. Jeez. Yeah. That is... I would... I would like it if they couldn't create their own light, if they had to find like a source of light, which would would make the the creator of the glass golem have to place them in a in a kind of strategic location and and i.e. the DM would have to place them in a strategic location, which allows you to have, say, some high up windows that are spaced apart enough that if you see it land if you see it stop in that that beam of light and it does that you then you then know you want to you want to push this thing out of that beam of light and the whole time that golem is trying to get back to that that other beam of light or the same beam or whatever so it's it, it it's kind of a, a race and a, and a and a placement manipulation of like oh this thing this thing packs a punch and it really affects us if it does this so we we got to prevent that as well as take this thing down yeah, I like that as well. And it also, you know, you can start playing with time of day as well. If oh, yeah, right. If it's dawn or dusk and there's nothing high in the sky, you know, it's a little bit safer. Obviously, it's a level eight glass column, so it's not going to be super safe. Right. But at least it kind of takes that one part of it out of the equation. I just looked up doomed, the doomed condition which appears to be new for second edition. Mm -hmm. A powerful force has gripped your soul, calling you closer to death. Doomed always includes a value. The dying value at which you die is reduced by your doomed value. If your maximum dying value is reduced to zero, you instantly die. When you die, you are no longer doomed. (laughs) Your doomed value decreases by one each time you get a full night's rest. So I guess you that's part of your stats is your dying value? It apparently, yeah. And and doomed takes that away. Well we'll we'll eat away at that, I guess. Hmm. Maybe it's like a death save almost. That's that's almost what I was thinking. Yeah, you get your three death saves or three death failures. But maybe a higher con will give you a higher dying value. 
or yeah. dying dying save or or whatever you want to call it. But but that being said, the glass golem is is immune to to being doomed, which I'm I'm assuming is just a general golem attribute. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the wood golem right before it, and doomed is on there as well. So yeah, I would imagine any kind of mind affecting effect would would not be pertinent to a golem. Right. There's n- there's no soul to to bear the weight of of that effect. They're Precisely, just yeah. they're they are a mindless automaton. So I like I like the idea of multi golems. Oh yeah. Very cool. I like the idea of this being stained glass. And if I remember correctly, I think Cobalt Press may have a stained glass golem. Or somebody does. Maybe maybe it's an earlier Pathfinder. I feel like I've seen that before. It would be hard for me to believe that we've gone this far without one. Yeah. And and that the natural the not if we any if we don't have one, the natural uh, idea of creating a glass golem is just a, a bland old glass golem. Well, yeah, that yeah. But the, I mean, technically, I'm just basing that on the picture because it does say that they can be colorful works of art. So So this is this is this is neat. I like I like the glass idea. I like I like that simple imagery of we're fighting something made of glass. You obviously like the next step in in logic is okay, this is going to cut the hell out of us. This sure. will probably make us bleed kind of thing. All all it has for its attacks is that bladed limb and the dazzling brilliance. Although I would, okay, we're going to put that on the back burner. I'm going to say this. I would, I would make it a, I don't know, like capoeira, you know, like the dance fighting. I would make this thing flipping around and doing kicks and just being like super badass, hitting with every limb that it can. Yeah. You would have maybe a, instead of just one kind of bladed limb, like Mm -hmm. each joint your elbows your knees they would all have kind yeah. of that spike on them that mm-hmm. could then do damage it, do you remember i don't know if you ever played it the on the original xbox there was a game called suffering the ties that bind and you're you, you, the character you play is like in a jail and and apparently the the jail is being used to to like open a gate to hell or summon demons or something and one of the bad guys, one of the enemies is this kind of like, it looks like they're almost wearing a a straight jacket and their head is this kind of misshapen thing with bands of iron over the eyes. But each limb, hand, arms and legs are just blades and you can hear them like tink, 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 like walking after you and they do this kind of spirally spin thing to attack you. And that's that's what I'm getting with this, these blades. Sure, yeah. And what a cool, what a cool like flavor sound effect of like you hear this thing tinkling as it's walking across the chapel or or wherever you would you would find one of these things. Yeah, I don't really understand the high stealth score on this unless it's its feet are bound in rags or boots or something like that, but I think it's I think it's more more consequential or not consequential, more circumstantial 
You know, if it's standing still in front of a stained glass window or if it's standing still and it looks like a statue. It can hide, not necessarily sneak. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah, I get that. That's. But isn't hide an actual skill in 3-5? I think it is. But it only. Yeah, it only has acrobats, athletics and, and stealth. Yeah, that's that's interesting that they didn't because usually they're very good about explaining away certain or not explaining away but but providing the logic behind certain stats that are kind of questionable or certain moves but yeah there there are things with with regeneration that's like regen one and it's like what the hell's that for but it's it's yeah. really just to to add to the flavor of this thing is damn hard to kill even when you drop it to like one hit point or zero hit points and it's not officially killed kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So the idea on the back burner that I had was I was originally going to say I, I can see this thing almost as a monk build mm-hmm. doing like flurry of blows and stuff like that. And then the idea is like, all right, a, a, a party each playing a different type of golem. Of course. How awesome is that? How cool? Especially because there are so many options. Yeah, and then your creator is the one that's sending you out on whatever mission du jour. Yep. Or or even better, he's the big bad. Oh. Yeah. Why? Why is he big bad? Like what Get could it. that why are you revolting against your your creator, you know? Because the flesh golem is a step too far. <laughs> we we get we get glass and wood and sand and all that, but come on, come on, that is an abomination. That's an atrocity. You're taking inanimate objects and making them animate, and the flesh golem requires either murder or grave robbery or yep. something along those lines. That is a somehow a cardinal sin to the. Uh, automaton yeah like why why class? would they care about that is it almost like the isaac asimov robotics oh because it's harming law? it's harming yeah. a human yeah maybe oh, maybe maybe early on he was so good he built something in and you guys are you by you guys i mean like the the party of golems you're the the old guard the original the original crew yeah and so you've, you have maybe a bit more morality. You've you've watched him go downhill. Exactly. You've watched this. Maybe he's even banished you or kind of put you in storage. Oh, okay. Because you're you're the early model, and and he's he's evolved beyond that. He he needs something of of better. Uh, uh, it's it's like upgrading your phone, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You guys are the original iPhone. And he is working with like a iPhone X or whatever the heck they're up to now. Yeah. And of course there's less morality in an iPhone X. Yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. The, the iPhone golem. (laughs) So I've, I've got a list of, believe it or not, I've got a list of all of the golems from all of the, the monster manuals that we have thus far. So we've got clay, Flesh, iron, stone, alchemical, altar flame, armory, bone, bronze, 
Doom, Fractal, Keg, Glass from the CC. What is CC? Creature Codex. Hair, Mud, Wood, Lotus, Mana Storm, Paper, War Machine. I, Horde, Salt, Smaragdine, which is pertaining to emeralds, so probably like a gem. Steam, Adamantine, Carrion, Clockwork, Mithril, Crystal, Lead, Gold, Obsidian, Quintessence, and Viridium. So that is 35 golem options. Yeah, that's that's quite the campaign's worth. Yeah. To to either fight against or to choose from for your players. Yeah, I would probably remove some of those just because they would be depending on what the story is. If we were going to go with sure. kind of the fighting against flesh golems and things like that as can is the new model, then I would remove that from a playable option, but beyond oh, right. that, yeah. yeah. You know, I think just someone playing the clay golem or the even like the war machine would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That one is a level 18. So you're you obviously got to take your take your your levels and, and tweak and and figure out what what abilities they're going to have, things like that. Yep. This is this is another one of those options where it may make sense to be one of those like rpg day one shots so you don't have to worry about leveling and progression our our lowest levels are paper and hair a hair golem uh, ray would obviously play a hair golem because no she hates them she hates like hair she has a problem with hair so that would be the one that would be fighting against her yes it would yeah but it's a it's like it's probably i'm assuming it's a tiny creature or something like that so like one of those just like a voodoo doll ish type thing yeah just made ex- What's that called? A oh damn it! Creepy little doll. It's a fetish. It's called a fetish. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, just a, a a swarm of them over Ray. Yeah. She, oh, she'd God. leave. She'd leave. Yeah. She'd quit. Flip the table. <laughs> yep. I like it. I like it very much. Uh, interestingly enough, the the. Original Glass Golem here is from Creature Codex. So that's Cobalt Press or yep. Creature. Cre- yeah, Creature Codex. And the Pathfinders, the closest they have is Crystal, I guess. Okay. From Second Manual. First Edition, Second Manual. Gotcha. But the Glass Golem, back to the Glass Golem here, the. I. I always, whenever I look at these monsters, my my immediate inclination is like, oh, the party is going to have to fight this solo. But it's that's that doesn't ever have to be the case. I don't know why I think that. So would you do like a couple of glass golems, all the same thing fighting, or or how would you say say this is in like the front foyer of the the mad scientists? laboratory mansion thing whatever what else Mm -hmm. are you going to put in here just like servants if it's his mansion it could be like his butler and his glass golem and i I don't know the maid or yeah there's always the possibility of security or something along those Mm -hmm. lines Mm -hmm. but yeah i can easily see it being a couple glass golems maybe they're like you were talking about earlier in terms of of stealth they're kind of hiding in front of 
these stained glass windows so that you're you don't really see them. Maybe just give like a high DC on a perception check or something mm. like that. And then all of a sudden, as you step into this grand foyer, they start to move. Yeah. And start to encircle. But yeah, you could you could put in either just other kind of added security, whether it's, you know, a a party of goblin mercenaries or, mm. you know, pick your monster. Yeah, right. And, but, you know, the manservants themselves, for sure, whether it's butlers or maids or or I don't know, the guy that fluffs the pillows, whatever. Yeah. You know, if, if they have either if they're enchanted by this this mad scientist somehow or they he just treats them really well and they don't want him to die. Yeah. Yeah, they they they're they're protecting their 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 investment. He's their retirement. They Exactly. He will treat yeah. Though would you I'm wondering if a more interesting option would be to tie the golems to a location as opposed to a person. Say well, they're protecting his, his lab, you know. Or oh, you're saying you're saying the party comes upon this location regardless of where it is or or who it is yeah regardless of who he is like or where he is sorry Mm -hmm. regardless of where he is they're going to protect this location in general that way he may be dead for years because yeah presumably the mad scientist is just a a human elf whatever so he is mortal 100 Mm percent where these will last literally forever for the most part until they're destroyed until they're destroyed yeah so maybe you're looking for this mad scientist and you're fighting all these golems and you realize at the very end of it that you were sent on a quest that should have been completed 200 years ago when this guy was actually alive and and kicking yeah yeah well there there is that that portion in in the actual text itself it says they Testaments uh, to the wealth and power of the, those they serve or once served. So yeah, they will they will last and 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 do that thing that they're commanded to do indefinitely. Yeah, I think it would be an interesting set piece, and it's it probably is fairly inconsequential in the long run. But if you came across a kind of an abandoned keep or something along those lines, and maybe you fight a couple glass golems on the outside of the keep kind of like in a courtyard area and Mm. as you get further in you see remnants of glass golems whether it's you Mm. know you know just a couple limbs here or there or maybe like trunk down and then you just see powder around the throne room and as you come across come upon the throne room there's your your big bad in that scenario would be just be a banshee sitting there and you can tie that in as well yeah because that it would destroy with the Asonic attack. That means mm-hmm. the golems would have no, no effect, really. Yeah. So, so the banshee moved in and, yeah. and took over that that spot. Yeah. That's that's a nice twist. That's cool. I like that a lot. That's a good surprise because it's obviously not going to be the big bad of your overarching story, but you still enter a room where there's a banshee, so you're going to have to fight it. Exactly, and it helps bring something else into this undead campaign that we've been talking about mm-hmm. for a year, basically. Yeah. Aside from more undead. Right, right. Play, play, consider 
and play with your environment. It doesn't just have to be zombies and skeletons shuffling around. It can be, think about where where the the necromancer has set up shop or the banshee has set up shop. And it could be anything. Animated, an animated wardrobe, you know. Think exactly. it's the castle from from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> so so stained glass inevitably and instantaneously makes me think of a church. Absolutely. And the stained glass is nearly always representative or representing the stations of the cross. So I love the idea, you know, where like he's he gets whipped and the the betrayal yeah. and Judas and it's like the the twelve or something. So I, I I adore the idea of of these things standing in front of the windows and they each have a a a picture telling a story. They each represent something. Interesting. And okay. ma- maybe maybe they're they're missing a key element of the story because one is is broken already. One is has already been defeated by someone they're following or something like that. It feels very national treasure or or what's that garbage Dan Brown novel? Angels in Deep No, not Angels. What was the first one? Da Vinci one? Code. The Da Vinci Code, yeah. Like you need you need you need all of these to tell you how to do it. Maybe it's symbols or or something to to to, to get into something and that one's broken. Okay. Because yeah. the 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 person that you're following managed to get away from them all, except for that one. Like it had to break the one just to survive. But but now you're you have you need some other way. First of all, now you have to fight a bunch of these glass golems, and you need to figure out the 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 order or whatever of the books that you need to pull to open the secret door, or the the directions to turn in the labyrinth in what order yep. to turn. So having having the having a key to something on these living things that are a threat and once you kill them they're it's just gone. That's yeah. a that's a, a really cool idea to throw at your PCs. How quickly are they going to realize what are they going to do? Hopefully the wizard has has a cold spell, you know, cone of cold can hit them all at once and you can figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I think on a just a more basic combat level, it would be cool if there was some kind of of combat tactic that would tie into the the image that is depicted on the the glass golem as Ooh, well. Ooh, okay. So maybe one of them has a whip, one of them has some form of like a piercing word or something like that mm. for the the betrayal and you know, some, something that, I mean, there's quite a few of them, obviously, so you would have to do some research and work things in, mm-hmm. but a way to really kind of drive that home, especially if you are going to make that almost a central part of that encounter. The the actual stations of the cross, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. If, if it's, if a lot of what you're doing happens right in a church and you're kind of mm-hmm. building on that, that Christian folklore, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it and it obviously could be anything. It obviously sure, it, yeah, and and your lore could fit to whatever really is is the the crux for your players. But 
but yeah, the the idea of of telling a story or 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 revealing information, giving them something in those pictures while they have to fight it is I I don't know. That's a really cool idea that I haven't thought of before. Yeah, maybe there is something like there's a big panel on each of them that's kind of a relief that is maybe isn't as overtly pictorial, but you have to, you know, do the whole grab a piece of paper and a and a piece of charcoal and kind of rub it over mm. at the end to see mm. what it is. The 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 old graveyard trick from yep. everyone's school projects in yeah. in seventh, eighth grade. I I never did that. I never had to do that. Oh. I, I think you and that. Brandon did. Yeah, I think it was eighth grade that I did it, but I can't remember now. <laughs> so Matt, how many how many stations of the cross would you give the glass golem? Wow. I, I, I went there, yeah. Yeah. Much like a lot of our other our other entries that are part of a subheading, I feel like we did more golem work than glass golem work. Yeah, we we definitely branched out a little bit. So I think as a as a whole, I think golems are easily a nine or a ten. Mm-hmm. The glass golem, though, I like the ideas that we've come up with in terms of the kind of sneaking around the modifying them a little bit to make them a little bit more monkish, so to speak. Yeah, giving them giving them a flurry a, of blows or a, something. Yeah, like a unique a more unique fighting style than just swinging its arms. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I would have to go the glass golem alone is is probably a solid 4. Okay. All right. Not 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 terrible. Not awful. <laughs> uh <laughs> Like like last last episode, the 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 Leshy Leshy in general easily would have been a ten, but the yep. f- fly trap ended up as a three because it was a very very meh Leshy. Yeah, he was very underwhelming. Yeah, this the glass golem is is actually really cool, and as part of a grander golem golem flavored adventure, Delicious. would be awesome. My yeah. favorite my favorite high C flavor, golem flavor. <laughs> Well, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening to Random Encounters. We will be back next week with another random monster from a random monster manual. While you're waiting for that lovely episode to drop into your ear holes, go over to Apple Podcasts. Do us a favor, rate us, review us, spread the word of our nerdery to all of your nerd friends and cohorts, because uh, that's, that's, that's literally why we're doing this, for people to listen. So, so do that, please, and thank you, and we'll see you next week. Hey, Random Encounters is a proud member of the Feckless Momes Audio Network.